Hey dear Tyler, good morning and how are you doing? How is your week going? Happy Thursday. It's another opportunity to um, be able to talk to you, reach out to you. Like I've always said, um, dear Tyler moments like Mondays and Thursdays are usually like the highlight of my week for me. Um, and, you know, just having the opportunity to um, speak and you know, share with people just general thoughts and all is really, really amazing. Um, we've had a lot more people join us in the community, um, which is really, really awesome. These guys have been really, really good. And um, I forgot to share a specific statistic um, on Monday. For, I think we, we, we broke the... 500 listen threshold for like a two-week period now that's amazing so for the past two weeks right dear tyler has been listening to over 515 times over 515 times it's just mind-blowing and like i said i owe it all to these guys in the community um and I know in the last podcast I shared that we're working on some merchandise, some merchandise for us. Um, we've entered into like full gear, full gear on it. So I'm working together with the members of um, the Dear Tyler community. Um, we're coming up with really, really amazing uh, merch that we could use. For now, I am more particular about hoodies and um, journals, right? Hoodies and journals. So that's what we're actively working on at the moment. Hoodies, journals, and then maybe pens. Um, that's what we're actively working on for now. And then other things will come up. So once we finalized it, um, we would share with the rest of the Tylers around the world and then we'd see how we could start distributing it um, to people. So... Yeah, I think those are like the updates that we have so far. Um, and I really do hope that you enjoyed Monday's episode, right? I really hope it made a lot of sense. Um, and it also helped to restore your self-worth and, you know, the perceived value that you have. Um, just like a little addition, um, something that I didn't point out in the podcast, which I feel is very important that in as much as we have our own self um, perceived value right it's also important that we also reflect it in the lives of others when you relate with people understand who they are right from the lens of christ the people that the lord himself has won over the people that the lord himself has purchased right Um, treat people with the understanding that they are the most valuable entity in this life right that they were and they they were and they are worth the price of the blood of jesus right and so keep them at that high water mark whenever you're relating with them it's very important so today's episode is in some way i think that there may be a little bit of like a connection uh, between mondays episode and today's episode right so the title is freed but bound 
freed but bound um i i think there was this there was this there was this poetry that i i watched um oh lord i really wish i kept the lady's name to christian poet um if i remember or once i remember i would i would I would let us know right but then in this poetry per se she she spoke about the whole concept of captivity and how captivity really works right black black american um so she was talking about how <clears throat> uh a lot of the people that were brought you know a lot of the people that were brought a lot of the blacks you know that were brought through slavery and all even after they had that emancipation you know they abolished slavery they abolished slave trade that um a lot of them didn't know how to behave like freed people right they didn't know how to behave like freed people yes jackie hill perry right jackie hill perry and uh, that's the name of the poet right an amazing an amazing amazing poet you should check her out especially if you're into poetry and all so back to it and you know she was like the chains were gone they had the ability they had the liberty to move around they had the freedom to move around and to do certain things but because it was not their common place that they still behaved as if they were slaves now one of the one of the greatest analogies in scripture right is the story of Paul and Silas you know after they had um after they had cast out the evil spirit from the lady that lady that was used for divination you know um for prophetic gains and all what happened was they were taken to prison right now once they you know they prayed and they praised god and then all the prison doors opened all the prison doors opened now that was um an expression of freedom the doors were open whatever has locked you whatever has bound or whatever had locked them whatever had bound them had been absolutely open and when the jailer came into that um when the jailer came into that um um circumstances you know, came into the environment and everything he was afraid he wanted to kill himself because he felt like all the prisoners had left right then Paul and Silas were like no don't worry we're still here and every other person is now i know that from the context of scripture that's like a major miracle you know we're free but they stayed it means i think there was this perfect analogy um that okay i don't know if it's an an analogy that work with this but apostle um Joshua Selman once said you know that even the prison has doors so when you are trusting god for open doors you have to be careful because even the prison has doors now the door was wide open 
absolutely wide open, but nobody left. And within that period, you know, while I was just meditating on this and thinking about it, the Spirit of God was telling me that this is how a lot of our lives are. That, yes, there was a point in your life that you were bound, that you were held captive by a certain thing. And your connection with Jesus has broken that limitation. But because we've gotten so comfortable in that situation, we've still stayed within that prison wall, looking at freedom and not being able to pass through it. Another analogy that was written in scripture is about the children of Israel. Now, you know, it's 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 quite um it's quite evident that most times when we talk about the children of Israel, we're like, ah, that they're very stiff-necked people. They really didn't understand God. How would you see God in a flaming fire by night and then a pillar of cloud by day? And then you still don't believe him. You know, you still don't trust him at all. The reality is that a lot of us end up behaving like them. There are certain things that we do that are just a reflection of them, right? It's just the human nature, generally the human nature. Now, they had been freed from Egypt, but Egypt hadn't left them. They were free, but then they were still bound. After, you know, um, they had left the physical location of Egypt, you know, and God had been doing amazing things for them. When they had crossed the Red Sea, Right? And then God now called Moses up to the mountain, you know, to give him the laws and everything. Because they didn't have, um, because they had not left, how do I put it? They had not um, dropped Egypt too in their minds. They began to build idols, right? They built an idol and started worshipping that idol. Now, it's, it's very funny because right before them, there's that mountain. Of the Lord where there is thunders, there is lightning, you know, there is, the manifestation was like epic. This is something that naturally we would feel as individuals should capture our attention and keep us in a state of awe. But their, their assumption was that Moses had been killed because he had stayed there for too long. And they literally resorted into building what they remembered. They literally resulted into building what they remembered. Now, this also reflects in our lives a lot because there are certain things that your union with Christ has given you the right to leave, right? In fact, it has literally opened the door for some certain level of freedom, you know, but because we have become so accustomed to that place, we still find out that we're bound even while we are yet free. So paraphrasing what Jackie Hill Perry said is that these slaves or these um, uh, black people, right, when the emancipation came, right, because many of them did not know that they were free. You know, back then, it wasn't easy to communicate um, certain information, right? So, like in our generation now, if one stuff happens, Twitter is taking it, um, Facebook, you know, and then people's WhatsApp status, 
you know are like our news outlets but then back then there had to be like telegrams that would take time to be decoded took time to be sent had to be published you know in papers and all so the northern side the northern side of america was free like there was a message of freedom the northern side of america was free but then the southern side had not yet gotten the information and so though they had a certain level of freedom i mean though they were given freedom because of their lack of knowledge of it they were still held in captivity until the knowledge of their freedom came and it's not just about having the knowledge of freedom but then appropriating that knowledge of freedom so we've heard this example used a lot of times you have like a million dollars in your account right but you don't know you could still move around and be begging while your liberation is right there now you may even know that you have a million dollars but your refusal to access the 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 provisions of that amount can still leave you in a state of penury and poverty so that's why it's very very important for you not just to go for knowledge but then to find it um to find ways to be able to practicalize that thing so the first key to freedom is not just the doors being opened and all yes but then your knowledge that that access has been created for you and then secondly is you engaging the things that make for your freedom to be um expressed because freedom can be an idea but then it may what stops it from being a reality is the fact that we do not engage the things that pertain to freedom do you know that you do not have to be held down by that habit right because there is a strength in you by reason of the holy spirit that dwells inside of you that gives you the advantage over that particular thing there are certain traits in your family certain traits in your life that you can literally give up why because the the grafting of the lord has grafted us right into a new heritage into a new lineage there were some things that um pastor Kenneth Hagin right of blessed memory said he said that the moment he found out that healing was for him he confessed it until he agreed with it totally and that was when his healing started bishop david oyedepo said that once he caught the revelation of prosperity and financial freedom that that was the day it died in his life when he realized that there was a provision for abundance in scripture when he found that light he grabbed it and he ran with it like crazy and he said that that was the last day he had any issue with finances and he said he had nothing to do with money but when that light came it changed absolutely everything by the reason um you know the reason that we're um 
by reason of the fact that we're Christians, all right, that we've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, there are certain breakthrough points in our lives. But then that in itself is not capable of yielding much result if we do not have an understanding that's the knowledge of it, if we do not have the uh, the knowledge of its availability and then the knowledge of its um, how it's to be engaged and used. And you see that that's, this is one of the reasons why the mind is very important. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 is one of like the anchor scriptures for anything that has to do with the mind. Right? Romans chapter 12 verse 2 is one of the anchor scriptures that has to do um, with anything that has to do with the mind. It says, Be ye not conformed to the thinking pattern of this world, but be ye transformed. So it means that your reality changes. Why? By be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So every time that your mind is renewed, renewed, Every time that your mind is renewed, there is a transformation, a transfiguration that happens to you. Something becomes translated. You shift from one position to the other, right? By the renewing of your mind so that you know what is the acceptable, perfect, and um, the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So it means that every time you engage in a transformative activity, what happens, right? Or whenever you engage in the renewal of your mind, what happens is that you literally begin to transform. You as an individual transforms and then the results around you transforms. But then you have to guard and guide your mind. Right? So you hear the Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence, right? Because out of it are the issues of life. What enters into the mind, right? Um, become the product of your reality, right? It's what stares you at the face, Tyler. It's what stares you at the face. So it's very possible to be part of a family that has a lot of freedom, has a lot of access, and still look as if you are a beggar or still look as if you are under some certain level of oppression. I remember a story that Apostle Selman shared one time, and he said that he had these issues where spirits at night would come over and you know press him press him press him but he said that the moment he caught light listen the moment he caught light of the freedom and the power of god that was available to him that he was the one that when he came back to zoom that he called the spirit and said oh yeah come i'm waiting for you and that was the last time he ever had an oppressive moment you see um, I think I'd shared this story once in one of the episodes. Um, I can't remember which one exactly. But then, this is the power of knowledge. This is the power of knowledge. Um, where there was a story that I heard, I think, from a movie and all. And, um, you know, the good guy was fighting the bad guy. The bad guy was beating him. You know, the normal, usual story you get now, the both was dealing with the actor. Now, as they were fighting, um, the villain now pinned the, um, what do they call them now? The good guy. Um, Pinned the good guy. There's this word. Oh, 
being the good guy, right, to the wall. And then all of a sudden, like, this villain was like, okay. He, would, he looked at the good guy and looked at, um, yes, protagonist. But I mean, that's a big word. So he looked at the good guy and, you know, looked at the painting on the wall. Looked at the good guy and got the painting on the wall. And then the good guy now turned and looked at the painting on the wall. And that painting happened to be the painting of Count Dracula. Now, like, the first vampire, probably the strongest vampire that ever lived. You know all of that. And immediately, he turned and he smiled. Because he caught a glimpse of the reality of his life. And then the tables turned. Because he caught a glimpse of knowledge. He was like, so this is what is at my disposal. This is what I can actually have. And then he now began to use it because... He had heard tales of Dracula and everything. So he now knew what he was capable of doing. And so that's why the Bible admonishes us, right? Paul says, you know, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, right? That as we behold him, we are being what? Transformed into that image, right? Into that image. So what you behold every time is, um, it creates the reality for you. So the moment we come into the realization, Tyler, of the fact that there is, God did a very perfect and definite work when he saved us. You now realize that you do not have to be bound by certain things again. That the reason these things are having their field in your life is one, because of either ignorance or two, because of your permission. Nothing has the ability to rule over you if it is not by ignorance or by your permission. Ignorance is killed by knowledge. Ignorance is killed by knowledge. When you search the scripture and you find out, okay, what was the provision made for this? What was the provision made for this? What is my right now? What do I have at my disposal? Right? And then the only way permission is you know, counted is by you taking charge of it. And you'd be like, no, this is my life. I give you room and I give you access, right? And I've decided that this is where your access stops. This is where your access stops. You are not moving beyond this point. You do not have the right to touch this. You do not have the right to touch this because I am holding on to reality and the truth. This is my right. You have been feeding on my ignorance now that I know now I am activating it. Oh, do you know that um, um, the Bible says in, in, in first, I think first Timothy, right? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And so when fear creeps up to you, you'll be like, oh, I'm usually scared of doing certain things. Oh, I feel, no, 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 no. There is a truth and a reality now. Because ignorance has been pushed out by the word of God. You'd be like, okay, so what God has given me is not a spirit of fear. So when I see fear manifesting, it's because it's trying to feed on ignorance. But now that I have this knowledge, I can now activate, you know, I can now um, attack fear by what God has given me. He has given me the spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. And so I can look fear in the face and say, get out. Or I could look fear at the face and say, no, just move out of my way and focus on what God has made um, available for me. You know, they're talking about 
um, ah, people are failing in certain things. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. Um, the scripture says that um, when others say that there's a casting down, I will say that there's a lifting up. Do you understand? Um, I will always be the head and not the tail. I'm like a river planted by streams of water and I yield my fruit in every season. This is the reality and the heritage that I now have. And so I begin to walk in the light of it. I am not going to allow um, the enemy... I'm not giving the enemy permission to dictate the results in my life. I am taking charge. I am taking charge. And so it's very important for us, Tyler. Can we think about the things that we have allowed to rule our lives? The insecurities, the fears, the challenges, you know, um, the uncertainties, the past experiences, the scars, whatever it is. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So it means that whatever stain, whatever thing that you might have had um, that seems to cripple your progress in life, you are now in Christ. Those things are inconsequential to your making progress. You are now a new creature. There is a new slate for you. Have you appropriated the reality of that scripture, Tyler? Have you appropriated the reality of that scripture? Very important. If you can, Tyler, if you can, if we can do this, we can literally begin to transform our lives. Literally begin to transform our lives. And then your confidence grows. Your confidence grows because of the knowledge that you've acquired through scripture. Very important. Can we decide, Tyler, that we will not be living as bound men or bound people, even when we have been freed by the Lord? Can we do that? Can you decide in your heart today and be like, I am going to tackle anything that doesn't reflect the reality of what Christ has won for me. Is that okay? So I really hope that this blessed you. I really, really do hope that this blessed you. Um, Please continue to share with people um, these messages. Continue to share with them. It's it's a blessing for a lot of us. Um, I get blessed by these words too. And I believe it to bless other people, right? So please um, do well to share with other people. And remember, I also love our feedback. So please let me know um, what you feel about each episode. If you want to share your stories, why not? Right? And then please, um, I just wanted to remind you that the last episode for the month of September is going to be a compilation um, story of those people, um, of, um, of, of people that have you know, lost loved ones, share their own particular side of the story, the hurt and how God has helped them to either heal or how God is helping them to heal. So if you want to share your own story, please, you could reach out to me and I would give you the modalities behind it if that's okay, right? Um, So yeah, this is me signing out. Um, Remember that I love you, I believe in you and I am always rooting for you. Have an awesome day, Tyler.